Hello, ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between and beyond. My name is Taylor, and welcome back to the Overachievers Podcast, Episode 6, We Three Kings. Uh, joining me today, as ever, is our fan favorite, John. I'm a fan favorite. Wow, thank you. <laughs> I mean, you have been in the most episodes. I don't know if that makes me a fan favorite, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> we'll say it does. Okay. Uh, and also joining us today is a very special guest, and actually someone who I work with, uh, my supervisor, Brett. Hey guys, nice to meet you. Uh, first time here, so I'm really excited to do something like this, and uh, thanks for having me on the platform, Taylor. Oh, it's, it's a pleasure to have you in general. I just, uh, I just hope I don't get fired in recording like last time. Oh, heck no, not even work-related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so for those who don't know, for you as well, Brett, um, at my previous job, they had let me go over, over a phone call on my day off, and it just so happened to be while I was recording with Chris and John, so that... At least my end of that phone call is, is in oh, recording. It's just, I mean, it, you know, I was very professional as as I tend to be when you're you're dealing with any kind of situation like that. But it was just really funny that it happened in recording. Oh God, yeah, to have that on recording is kind of a funny thing you can always look back on, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, anyway, that's, that's awesome. That job is a whole other story. Uh, that video will actually be linked in the description down below for both the YouTube video and the podcast if you guys want to watch it. Really funny moment. Uh, with that being said, it is episode 6, therefore it is a Dark Souls slash Souls-like special, uh, and today we're going to be discussing Elden Ring. Now, John and I have played Elden Ring on Steam, so PC, uh, Brett, and you played Elden Ring on PlayStation 4, correct? You got it, yep. Alright, so, it may be a little bit of a different perspective in terms of kind of, you know, how things play, how things work, especially with Steam. Having, I'm going to say fewer bugs and fewer issues just because it's on PC. Oh, I don't so know I'm about that. To see... <laughs> There's been a lot of issues in general, <laughs> but I'm curious to see how our answers vary on these questions. Uh, so with that, I'm going to start out with question one. Before, John, we'll start with you. Okay. Before you decided to get all achievements, how many characters did you make and were like, you know, this is just my kind of casual um, explore kind of playthrough? Uh, well, we'd... I think you and I had already done, what, Dark Souls 3 and 1 all achievements before Elden Ring came out? Is that timing Yes, we right? had. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I assumed the achievements were always going to be, like, fairly similar to other Dark Souls achievements. So I was looking at them, like, pretty early on in my first character. Mm -hmm. um, okay. But when I saw, like, there's three different ending achievements, I didn't think too much of it. I, I thought, you know what, I'll just do my, my blind casual playthrough and at the end of it I'll look back and see if I can go clean up some of those achievements. So like mm -hmm. I would say I didn't like properly look into getting all achievements until after my first character which was 85 hours in game. Oof. <laughs> yeah I uh, took right. my time with that first one. <laughs> I'll say yeah and how about yourself Brett? How many characters did you make before you decided hey I want all these trophies? Well, the funny thing is, is I didn't even really make the conscious decision to go for the all achievements. It, okay. And it, ha it, it happened to be just my first character. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, all the pl the total playtime on that came out to be like uh, 170 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I, I seriously took my time. I looked every nook and cranny. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, we'll speak to it on a further question, but I, I did no guides. I did it fully blind kind of thing. So, Hell wow. yeah. <laughs> It took a while, and, you know, I just kind of found that the achievements came to me throughout it. So, mm -hmm. um, I, I, again, it wasn't 
fully first playthrough because there was one item I I freaking missed and mm, yeah I know yeah. I know the one was it the oh, okay yeah I'm sure for, it's all the same we're allowed to spoil things was it the spear yes the yeah grand I hate that stupid yeah. spear yes oh yeah I'm pretty sour about that <laughs> oh man yeah, I'm because I would have got it first try or first mm-hmm, playthrough and I would have been stoked on that but that's crazy yeah yeah I'm totally the opposite of you guys like I I went into it knowing that one day and i wanted to get all achievements and like i didn't want anything spoiled for me so i really rushed i took my time in the first half and then really rushed the second half of the game mm. uh so my first character beat it in like 43 hours but i was missing over half of the achievements because i didn't know oh, wow. just how many like bosses and stuff there were going to be in this game i didn't quite grasp the scale of it so like i said i powered through it yeah. So that yeah. was a totally different experience for me. Wow. And I should mention about the saves, I did do the whole cloud save thing, uploaded the save before, so I could do the multiple endings, so that probably shaved some time off for sure. Yeah, that's fair. So for those of you who don't know, um, what Brett's referring to is he, he uploaded a save state from before he beat the final boss, I'm assuming at least, yes. um, and then he was able to reload that save state to then beat the final boss and make different decisions uh, to be able to pop the trophies. Correct, yeah, I somehow managed to get all the items required, needed for the endings, and tried it, and it worked, and I was pretty happy. Interesting, so I'm going to be a minority there, then. (laughs) Yeah, because I technically did something similar. I did, you know, go through the whole game twice, except on my second character, I copied over my save file, and I'll leave a link to the description for the PC version of just, like, copying a character, uh, just so I could get the the second ending, because I'm going to talk about this later, but the requirements to get one of the endings just made me lose my damn mind to the point where I was not willing to do a third playthrough just to do that again, just to get this one ending. Like I said, I will get into that in a little Ooh, bit, but weird. Mm, I'm so mad about that. <laughs> I'm interested in what that is, because none of them seem <laughs> yeah. that bad to me. Okay, so I do want to clarify something. Uh, Brett, how many trophies does it have on PlayStation? Is it 42? Because sometimes... The number of achievements on PC versus the number of trophies on console are different. No, you got yeah. it. It is 42. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so just to clarify, we are all we have all gone for the same trophies, same number of trophies. No discrepancies there. Uh, do you know... So we obviously know for you, Brett, how long it took you to get all achievements. About 170 hours. Mm-hmm. John, how long did it take you between, you know, all of your different characters? So I, I added up my, my three characters. So my first casual character was 85 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, second character was 42 hours, and the one after that was also 42 hours. So, okay. altogether, also 170 hours. Oh, wow, look wow. at that. Yeah. <laughs> Very now, cool. did you yeah. use a guide for that? Um, I think in my first casual character, because it was a mage character, um, mm-hmm. like, I'd heard a bit about, like, uh, a certain questline, Ronnie's questline, that was quite would be quite thematic for my character to do, so I looked up a guide on how to finish that one. Um, okay. So that's like the ending I went for on my my casual playthrough. Probably yeah. would not have figured it all out without a guide. Um, and then, yeah, on the, the second character, I used a guide to find all the items and stuff that I needed to, to get all the achievements. Um, and then I think the third character, I just went back to not using guides, because I remembered how to do it now. Hmm. So I'm going to be in the minority here again because I looked up guys and followed things through on, like, my second character because I wanted to, again, I don't know why I had this urge to, like, rush all achievements. I do, I don't think I should have approached it that way. 
Uh, but I had 40 hours on my first character to the casual one, and then I had 46 hours to finish off the rest of them. Okay, so 86 altogether. 86 hours. <laughs> but I, don't, I don't know. It, to me, like, I enjoyed the journey, but it wasn't the same as I, I don't think I took the same pleasure in it that you guys did. I no. mean, it, 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 you had fun, though, in the end, I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a fantastic game, but, like, I was just, I don't know, I was so achievement hungry, and I don't know why. Like, I genuinely <laughs> could not tell you why I decided that, hey, I need all achievements for this game, like, right now. Like, right away. <laughs> yeah, I just, ah, I, I regret how quickly I went for it, because there was no need to move that fast for them, and I should have just taken my time a little more, for sure. Yeah, um, I mean, like, you compare it to, like, Dark Souls 3, like, we started playing that in, what, 2016 or something, and didn't do all achievements until the end of 2021 really <laughs> yeah and then elden ring it was like true. bam like a week later going for all achievements <laughs> yeah no like okay so for example i have 130 hours total in elden ring uh and dark souls so that and obviously elden ring came out this year dark souls 3 which came out in 2016 um i have 225 hours so it's not quite <laughs> double but i've i've put in almost half of that time in a few months Wow. Man, I have more hours in Elden Ring than you do Dark Souls 3. <laughs> yeah, I think Holy I'm crap. more in Elden Ring as well. Uh, how many hours oh. do you have in Elden Ring, Brett? I'm at uh, about 415. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like To me, I just I burn out on games a lot faster. Like, And I've explained this to John. For me, getting all achievements is like my, my final farewell to a game. I don't plan on coming back to it after that point. And I like that's kind of why I regret going for all of these achievements so quickly because I don't feel like giving up on Elden Ring right now, but right. I kind of burned myself out in a short period of time, just a little bit. I found the achievements were like a nice thing that almost just came as a bonus for me per se. Um, mm -hmm. The reason why I, I'm, I think I'm 415 hours in and still going and don't really want to stop kind of thing is just always trying to find more <laughs> you know mm. there's always something you could find or try and find before someone else now at this point and it's just like waiting for the new update or dlc news or whatever it is yeah I, I agree like, for more i'm on my sixth character right now and just yesterday i found an item and area that i'd never found before i couldn't believe oh. there was still stuff i could discover in this game did it have to do with an elevator uh no it was a it was just a it was a fiery shield in a little bit of volcano manner surrounded by oh, pots wow, okay. and i would never found it before <laughs> yeah because i was in the same boat yesterday i found a new um area in one of the the elevators to the forbidden lands or whatever oh really a, oh. A, a secret room in there and you can get um melina's weapon which is pretty oh, sweet. oh right yes yeah, yeah the big elevator oh. going down yeah you roll off part way through you got it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Found that. So again, just those little things that you keep you going and wanting more. And and I really am a third wheeler here. The last time I played was with you and John. Or sorry, John, you and Chris, like twenty five days ago, and I didn't discover anything new. <laughs> and, and I feel like I should just kind of walk away right now, just like you guys. No, 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 no. No, we need your um, perspective too. As yeah, the, who's not the guy like, who just ran the, the guy who ran through everything. Yeah, who's not like diehards <laughs> like us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so John, we know you have six characters. Brett, how many characters have you made in total? Uh, I have a total of four. Okay. Yes. That's interesting. I also have a total of six, including my um, co-op playthrough character that we're doing right now, John. Yeah, yeah, he's he's so, my. Yeah. I don't know. I made him this. That was the second character I made, and I've like finished like three playthroughs since then. 
Oh my god. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so before we get into some of the other questions I have on the script, this is one that I wanted to ask you guys. Now that we've had another addition to the, I guess, mainline Soulsborne family from, from software themselves, what do you think is the hardest Soulsborne game, Elden Ring included? And why? Hardest, eh? is it Hardest. A, obviously, just a personal opinion? Yeah, just personal opinion. Whoever wants to go first, just, you know, kind of start going. I'm curious what you have to say. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I can go first. You go ahead, John. Yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> Um, this is a problem when you get Canadians on a podcast. <laughs> uh, for me, it's got to be Bloodborne. Um, like, oh. I only played that once, but it was a real struggle for me to get through, just because playing it did physically make me ill from the oh. the frame rate and and various settings they had enabled. Um, mm. But even like that aside, like I felt there was very little build variety in that compared to Dark Souls one to three. So mm-hmm. I felt like that one uh, I struggled with a lot more. Um, and, and maybe I would find it easier if it comes to PC and I can just do a few few more playthroughs of it. But yeah, that, that one, Bloodborne, is the hardest one for me. Huh. Mm. And what about you, Brett? It might sound weird, but it's Dark Souls, the original. No, really? that's, that's understandable. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think it's partially just due to I got it at release. I bought it on a whim, didn't know what the hell I was buying. Just looked at the back of the case per se and was like, oh, this looks kind of fun. Tried it for like a couple hours, was so f- fed up with it and frustrated, <laughs> didn't know what the heck to do, put it away. And then I just kind of got back into it and went and find out a little bit more and more and I got further and further. But at that point, there was less of like a community around it. There was less like there was no guides really on the YouTube or whatever at that point. And I wasn't really looking for them either, but. Again, I think just the so much of it was unknown. The mechanics were so new to me. It was just like overwhelming to a point where it almost got frustrating, but was the right amount of frustration to keep me going and just totally mm. changed games for me. Wow, okay. Yeah. See, I'm totally different from you guys because I personally think that Elden Ring is the hardest only because it has 3D platforming with actual jumping mechanics and no grappling hook like Sekiro to save you. So, well, so, so you, outside of the boss fights, you think it makes that makes it harder? Yeah, I like the 3D platforming is absolute garbage. In it, well, any 3D platformer is garbage because especially when it's not you know made by a, a company that traditionally does platformers. And this relates to what I was talking about earlier with the whole ending thing. Getting down the <laughs> the stupid gravestones yes. to get the frenzied flame ending literally took me longer than Melania did. That's that's fair. Yeah, that is horrible. Like that is that is why I absolutely hate that ending because I died. I don't know. I don't want to think about how many times just trying to get down to the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's rough. I, you know the old Dark Souls platforming. But the one thing I'll say is at least there's the jump button as opposed to the other games where you're trying to do the the stupid well, see, cl- I, click and run or something. On yeah, I almost think that's. That's better because then it's like you're not you can blame the game because like oh I didn't jump at the right time or oh I fell off and like it's designed for you just to fall it's not designed for you to actually jump at a specific time in a proper arc which I, puts the onus more on me in in my opinion you know I can't blame the game as much because like no it gave me a jump button not one that I have to like you said use two separate inputs for I can just press A and or X and just jump but then no I still screwed up I still die. I think I would blame the game for that because I, I do think like that platforming in there is just horribly designed and like all the platforms are too narrow in there. 
So well, they absolutely are. Yeah, I, w- I would blame the game on <laughs> your your horrible experience with that. <laughs> but I just think also like the the amount of platforming in general is so exponentially larger in Elden Ring than the others for oh, obvious great. reasons. Yes, you have like the deep root depths. You have those gravestones spread out everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like there's there's pockets of it in the other Souls games, but then this is just like you could go anywhere and you've got a jumping puzzle, and I just I I hate it sometimes. I don't know. I compare like anything in Elden Ring to like trying to navigate down the Great Hollow in Dark Souls One, and I would take oh, anything yes. in Elden Ring over that. <laughs> huh. Yeah, especially because it's riddled with basilisks. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I no. I I think just the sheer amount of them in Elden Ring, and I get you get the double jump with uh with your steed and everything, but like. It almost makes it more frustrating. You have more tools at your disposal, and I'm still screwing up. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> like it's, just, it's telling me how bad I am. <laughs> yeah, I I don't even bother with torrent most of the time. I think that the, the double jump ends up killing you half the time or whatever. It seems like your health pool drops when you're on him. And it's yeah. so hard to steer that horse sometimes, yeah. especially oh, when you're it's... sprinting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it can be rough. And the combat's just not the greatest on torrent. Like. Mm-hmm. Have you seen speedruns yeah, so... of Elden Ring? No. God, they they platform like on on torrent up up trees and stuff. Like I can barely like platform down trees, but they like scale entire walls and cliffs on torrent. It's incredible. Oh man, <laughs> huh. that's, that's crazy. crazy. I... Yeah. Oh nope, not for me, thanks. <laughs> okay, so let's going back to actual achievements slash trophies here. John, we'll start with you again. What were the hardest and easiest achievements for you throughout this whole thing? Um, nothing was really hard, honestly. What? What? Most of these achievements were like decently easy. Um, I think I would put Legendary Ashen Remains as the hardest one. Um, okay. Not because, because for that one you have to gather all the legendary spirit ashes. Um, mm-hmm. And none of them are like that missable, but you do have to fight Black Knife Tish, who is yep. like arguably unbeatable on certain builds. Yeah, that's fair. So that one is a, a real pain. I think I, whatever I did it on, I did it on my mage. Um, and there's like a magic cheese you can do against Tish. So I mm-hmm. didn't struggle with it, but like if you're like pure melee, man, Tish is a really hard fight. Yeah, I did her on mage as well, and I just I got her stuck in a corner and just was casting spells from on top of a rock. It's quite satisfying. <laughs> Very nice. What did, what build did you use for Tish, Brett? Do you remember? Uh, it was on my first character, obviously, but it was uh, some form of an Uchi, I think, at that point. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but I, I, again, it probably would have had a, a Horfrost stomp on it, something with a little bit of a range. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. But the frost and bleed, I mean, once you mix those together... <laughs> that, that is strong. It, it's insane. <laughs> Alright, and so what was the easiest achievement for you then, John? Um, easiest, I know you don't like doing like the unskippable or unmissable achievements, but I always like putting those in my answers, so hey, easiest. Guests, guests are allowed to do whatever they want, man. Yeah, so easiest for me was just roundtable holds, because it's oh, unmissable. <laughs> it, like, you get warped there after you rest at like, four bonfires or something like that, so... It's it's pretty much the first one you'll ever get every time. Mm-hmm. All right, and how about yourself, Brett? What did you find was the absolute hardest one? 
hardest one was, and it took a while, it's boss related, was um, Estelle. Really? Yes. But remember how long I complained about the space dragonfly oh, to you? Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, it was rough. I mean, I, I put it into perspective. I beat Radon first try. This guy I had. What? <laughs> probably like, not even joking, like 30, 40 tries, maybe. Oh, man. <laughs> so when I beat him, it was, it was uh, quite satisfying, but definitely I think that one was the hardest. Yeah, that's yeah. He he. For I don't know. I found him a way easier than Radon. I was just caught off guard by like the whole design of him and like you know you yeah, walk in the, the the distance his... in the arena and mm -hmm. I hate his grab attack. His grab attack is garbage. Yeah. Yes. The yeah, fighting Estelle with range and magic, decently easy. Fighting up close, mm -hmm. so hard. <laughs> yeah, because I first fought him in melee and oh yeah, that was, that was a rough fight. Yeah, not fun. I think okay, what made so it easier for me was when I finally got the weapon, the Wing of Estelle, and went back. Mm -hmm. and that, was uh, that the, Yeah, that's a yeah, great sword. It is, yeah. So what, what do you think was your, the easiest one for you? Again, easiest. I kind of agree with John on that one. I had round table hold written there, but um, I did write a backup kind of thing. It's just any of the, really any of the essential bosses that you have to fight that you had an easy mm. time with, per se. Okay. You know, even, I think, Morgoth, the first guy. I didn't really have an issue with him. It was like, I think, my second try. and Yeah. Like, okay, first boss battle, here we go, kind of thing. And then, like, it's on that path of your first playthrough. You're kind of following the what looks like the clear path of progression. And mm -hmm. So it was just, you know, the first boss that I found easy, per se. Actually, that, no, a, that's fair. a question about him. Did you go for him very early? Um... Yeah, I kind of stuck to like the the first area there. I didn't go to um the south area. I can't remember the name of that uh Weeping Peninsula. Correct. No, I didn't do any of that. I kind of stuck to like the Limgrave area and then I went in there by accident and triggered the fight. And then I was like, okay, I'm just going to stick with it. And again, it was like maybe second try, but I did use summons. Yeah. Um whoever at whoever's at the front there, I forget. Roger. Roger, that's it. Yes. My boy. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Huh. Okay. Interesting. See, and mine again, totally different from you guys. Um, personally, I don't like to go for for freebie achievements, but I don't like to limit what a guest can go for, so they can take whatever. For me, I want to say one of the easiest ones that I had was the mimic tier. That's just because, fair. like, well, a you can obviously control the difficulty by you know just going in completely naked and then just put on your stuff immediately, but b to me, you had so much more at your disposal by the time you hit Mimic Tier, as opposed to Morgoth or even, um, oh, what's, uh, uh, Dragon, Dragon Arm Boy. Godric. What's his, his face? Thank you. Even Godric, like, you have less, well, you're likely to have a lot less resources at your disposal and a lot less skill at that point. So then, you know, by the time you've already done Radon, you know what you're doing. When you, mm -hmm. when you hit Mimic Tier, you're just like, what, what is this? Get it, get out of my face. Right, That's especially because if it's a, a reflection of yourself, you kind of know what to expect, right? <laughs> yeah. That's and funny, yeah. Think... You go from Radon to Mimic Tear as your next boss. <laughs> yeah. A little underwhelming. Oh, yeah. And then I think for me, the hardest one, again, talked about this earlier, Frenzied Flame for reasons I've already uh, discussed. Just the platforming basically made it yeah, the hardest one the for you? Yeah, just the platforming is okay. so stupid. Because yeah, like, like I yeah. said, it, that was harder for me than Melania was. <laughs> Fair. It's rough. I mean, it's like a, a super long extended version of that 
the bell tower in Dark Souls 3 there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fire and the other thing is, like, it doesn't matter what build you have. Like, you, you, with Millennia, with any boss, you can control your build to some degree by respecking, just getting some other equipment or getting some buddies in. You know, if I summon people for that for that platformer section, all they're going to do is point and laugh at me when I die. <laughs> or they're going to stand on the edge just so I can't make the jump down. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, so, again, it's, it's the fact that it has no controllable difficulty in that sense. I can't make it any easier. And I just kept dying over and over and over again. And then this stupid... <laughs> Having to run back. They should pr- sure pick the right music for the area. Eh? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, before I get too much into that, okay. So outside of those previously mentioned achievements, John, what were the most and least fun for you in general? Uh, most fun achievement. I put the Age of Stars achievement, which is okay. getting the Age of the Stars ending, which is the Rani ending. Um. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I did that on my first playthrough, my casual blind mage playthrough, um, and it was super thematic to that character. I was using like yeah. her, um, was it like Dark Moon sorcery spells? Um, oh, okay. So yeah, like finishing her quest line, and it is so like her like the whole quest isn't so entwined with magic that it was mm-hmm. it was just a, a very satisfying one for me to do on that character, and. Like to get that ending, you have to do so many different intertwining quest lines, which I th- mm-hmm. I, th- I found quite fun. Nice. All yeah, right, that's fair. Spanning the whole game too. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, I like I, that. I I felt bad for Blythe in that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> I, I miss Blythe so much. <laughs> yeah. So okay, what was your least fun then? What did you absolutely hate? I couldn't. Couldn't put anything for it. <laughs> really? Yeah, there was no unfun achievements first. for me in this. Yeah, I had to leave it oh. blank. Couldn't think of an answer. All Very right, nice. then. <laughs> what about yourself, Brett? What did you... We'll start with what you loved, because you might not have anything that you hated. <laughs> um, most fun for me, and again, maybe this doesn't count as achievement, but it was the Platinum itself. Um, Fair enough. No, that counts. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, again, I never set out to do it, but seeing at the end of my first playthrough that, you know, knowing I missed it by one item, essentially, or one trophy. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, I was just, like, blown away. Because, again, I'm, I, I usually don't go hunting for all achievements. I don't go hunting for platinum. I just play the game and have fun with it, essentially. But this one I found, like, just because the game was so fun to me and it was kind of like everything I was expecting or hoping it kind of was or would be, I just found that throughout playing and exploring, they just came to me and then finally hitting that platinum after essentially not even knowing I was, you know, 99% there. That, that was really fun. No, fair enough. Yeah. Least fun, it <laughs> kind of ties into it, <laughs> is oh. that legendary armaments, you know, mm. <laughs> missing that <laughs> thing by one weapon. And again, just a little sour about it all, but... Uh, it's still it was really fun and that was the the only thing that was uh maybe a downer for me no that's fair that yeah i could see how that one just getting in your way would be yeah i, I totally was gonna go back to that area i'm like okay I, I, I see i can climb up there and then after the whole mountaintop thing where the ashes you know change the whole capital or whatever i'm like okay i'm screwed yep. <laughs> it's yep. so sad and like yeah I'd... yeah the exact same thing happened to me on my first first playthrough, and like I looked it up and 
loads of people on like Reddit and whatever talking about how they also missed that achievement by one <laughs> item um, because yeah. it just gets locked away after a certain point in the game. It's exactly. uh, it's questionable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, made me uh, kick myself a little bit, but <laughs> it's one of the few that you can lock yourself out of. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if there is too many, but that one for sure stunned me. Like, even the endings, you can, like, cure yourself with a frenzied flame. Like, you're, like, yeah. sort of locked into it, but you can just cure it and go back to whatever ending you want. It's, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's weird that there's just one item tied to one achievement that you can actually completely miss. Yeah, you think they would have just either would have went with none or a bunch, so it would either maybe have people want to do more playthroughs, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, right off the bat. No, that makes sense. See, and again, I'm so for this one, I picked two separate bosses that were on the complete opposite ends of the spectrum for me. I think the one I enjoyed the most was Horalu. Like, just that fight for some reason, I just mm. I really enjoyed the spectacle of, especially his grab attack, just like suplexing <laughs> you from like fifty feet up. Yeah, it is just because like it doesn't it doesn't do all that much, but it feels like it's meant to be a spectacle a lot more than some of the other bosses they've had. Yeah, True. It turned and into he still like a felt fighter game. Yeah. <laughs> But he still felt like a fair challenge. He wasn't completely ridiculous like this next one I'm about to mention. Which is <laughs> <laughs> which is gonna be Melania, would you believe? Oh, what? <laughs> like, Never I had to completely redo my build, and John, we have a video of this because John joined me. We both re, um, respect into bleed builds with Rivers of Blood to make sure we could actually uh, do it. <laughs> yep. Well, that's a good tactic. <laughs> do what you can at that point, right? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> like I, I, I make a, a point of killing her every single build I do. And one of the recent builds I did was uh, uh like a lightning paladin who used a, a shield. And I think I was stuck on Melania for four days or something with that build. Whereas yeah, like I believe it. Compared to like the Rivers of Blood build, I think I first tried her, like uh, as a mage, I think I killed her in two goes. But so yeah, it's just she is such a weird boss and so difficult on certain builds. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's the other thing that bothers me on Elden Ring so much is you can just completely screw yourself on specific builds, but only for certain bosses. And even that's not consistent. It's like your build will be good for 60% of the game, and then for another 30, it's just completely impossible. Yeah, like um, the, the Paladin character I just mentioned was absolutely god-awful at Melania, but made such incredibly easy work of my upcoming least favorite boss. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think that's part of the reason, too, I think Elden Ring is the hardest of the Souls games, because, again, it's very... It's not even like one build is just bad for the whole game. It's just genuinely, it's good, it's bad, it's good, it's bad. It doesn't... Mm -hmm. It can't pick one. So it's, it's hard to say there's objectively a bad build in the game. I do like that. Like, every build. Like, I haven't tried any like meme really bad builds yet, but every build I've done feels viable for mm. at least like a good chunk of the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got its uses somewhere. Yeah. So, which bosses with achievements tied to them were your favorite and least favorite? Um, again, this is kind of weird because it goes back to that hard achievement that I said earlier about Estelle. Mm -hmm. But I, I I did find that one hard and fun at the same time. Again, we kind of play these games for the challenge mm -hmm. and that's what i found fun but the most fun about it was even finding it going through all of randy's quest line you know yes. going through 
Ainselwell, you know, talking to the mini doll and figuring out what the hell's going on with her. And then I spent mm-hmm. a good chunk of the game just even trying to figure out how to get above the village of Albanarix. Yeah, yeah know, without knowing forever. that. Yeah, without knowing that. Okay, it's gonna come later down a quest line kind of thing. I thought mm-hmm. with this huge hidden underground village and mountainside, there's got to be a, a cave or a, a, a cliff or a ladder or something I'm missing. I was, was finally, yeah, and then seeing all the pieces just slowly start to drop in and being like, oh shit. And then I look at the map, and then right where the elevator is is where I'm under battling Estelle, and it all clicked for me, and I was like, okay, just <laughs> like, I had to have patience for it, and. It all came together, but that one was really, really fun and hard. Um, yeah. Least was, I gotta say, Renala. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, it was a first boss battle for me. I beat her even in, in the second phase there. The gimmick, to me, it was like super present right away, floating in the air, can't get up to her, she's got a bubble. And I just happened to um, start the fight right next to one of the whatever the the students or whatever the pupils on the ground mm-hmm. with the prayer incantation around them like right beside me oh, so okay. i didn't have to go hunting for them i was like oh okay this is obviously what you got to do you got to hit it yeah so i got lucky there and it, the, the mechanic was very apparent and it literally was like a a very quick fight i mean well, i don't even think she got to summon her uh giant in her second phase damn. <laughs> oh yeah. wow yeah <laughs> okay that is lucky because, uh, like obviously, like the students with the bubbles around them can actually like yes. spawn behind like bookshelves and stuff. Correct. So, like, yeah, if you don't see them, the first time. yeah, on your first try, like that can be a, a very tricky phase until you, you work out the, the gimmick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I got very lucky in that sense. And then the rest of the fight just kind of played itself out. But again, still fun. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. How about you, John? Uh, my most fun, most fun boss with an achievement is Mimic Tier. I just think that's oh. such a unique fight, and you know it's different every single playthrough. It's very, it it it's not really something FromSoft has done before. They've done like a million dragons, but they've never done. Hey, this this guy's gonna morph into an exact copy of whatever you're wearing as you you walk in. I thought that was mm-hmm. just a a super fun, super fun boss, super fun gimmick, very unique. Hmm. Okay. And so how about your least favorite then? I'm curious. Uh, the boss I found the least fun with an achievement was Dragon Lord Placidusax. Mm. Because oh. he he stalls so much. Like his <laughs> his first phase is he's just a big blob with tentacles and legs and arms and necks and shit poking out of him and he just kind of <laughs> flops around there on the ground and you you hit him a bunch and avoid his lightning spam. But then second phase where he, he teleports into the sky and flies around all over like all the time your um your like physic flask is draining away and he's yeah. just stalling and delaying. It's it's very infuriating. I I, I hate mm. any boss that you can't like kill them whenever. Like if yeah. he's if he's invisible in the sky, there's not much you can do. So yeah, I I think he was he was my least favorite boss with an achievement. See, I didn't like him just because he had the, the random, like, lightning slash attacks after he'd go invisible. Yeah, and that's those annoying. were the ones that were always hardest for me to dodge. Yeah. Yeah, phase in and out, like, five times in mm-hmm. a row. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that is... 
giant nuke attack that he has. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very frustrating fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, okay, that's, I could see that. Uh, I'm, again, very different. I think one of my favorites, and I didn't want to mention, um, you know, Horalu again, because, I, again, really enjoyed this fight, uh, but one of my other favorites would definitely have to be uh, Rykard. Just... Or, sorry, what? not Rykard, what am I saying? Okay. Malekith. Why did I... <laughs> sorry. I had, I had some other different. answers, and I had put them on the wrong line. Anyway, Malekith. For some reason, the first time I fought Malekith, it just blew my mind. Like, his... I don't like his, his like, max health draining mechanic, mm. but just the, the major... The aggression that he showed was something I didn't see... I haven't seen in a lot of Dark Souls fights. Like, you, like, you have to be on him, or you are dead. 100%. And I think it was just the it was one of the most tense fights I'd had up in the game up until that point. That's it true. was very cool to see his reveal too. I mean, mm-hmm. yes. you're doing the, the beast clergyman, and you find out same thing or same dude, and again, I was, put the pieces of the puzzle are starting yeah. to form, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was so confused because I had looked at a list of bosses, and I was like, I had seen um, Malekith, and I had seen beast clergyman. I was like, okay, but wait. But I'm just fighting beast clergyman, and then halfway through it changes. I'm like, hang on, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I found beast clergyman so hard that when he turned into Malaketh, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I really struggled with beast clergyman. <laughs> oh man, I I was okay with beast curly bleach. Holy crap, beast Beached curly clergyman. man. Beach curly <laughs> man. There we go. There you are. <sighs> well, yeah, no, I was okay with him until he changed. Are you talking when you fight him in um, Kaled? Just when he attacks you and goes crazy for the death route? Or the actual fight? Yeah, the f- uh, actual fight for me. Gotcha, okay. I never actually fought him in Caleb, if I'm being honest. Yeah, once you Ooh. start giving him a certain amount of death route, he turns all psycho and crazy and he goes fights angry. you in that temple. <laughs> yeah, okay. I never, yeah, I never gave him enough death route. That's probably why. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's, okay. that's a, another fun surprise, is you're just, just yeah. giving this guy items to get spells, and all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> yeah. A tiny-ass arena doesn't help in that. Yeah. At least you can summon in there. You can summon uh, your Mimic tier. <laughs> oh, shoot, mm. I never tried that. I think it's, maybe it's only if you leave the gargoyle outside of his room alive, oh, you can still okay. summon. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, interesting. And I... So and I think I mean I'm surprised neither of you guys mentioned this one. I think one of my least favorite bosses had to be Godskin Duo because it's one of their worst double boss fights they the FromSoft has ever had. That was my other pick for least fun, but I went with Placidus X. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I I just the fact that they both have such high health bars and then still respawn. 15 yeah. seconds after being killed, and then just their overlapping attack patterns are just awful. A big giant rolling blob. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, well, the other one's throwing fire at you, and you're like, come yeah. on, man. I did died you... so many times to those guys. Did you ever try sleep cheese? I did not. So okay. I, there was a lot of cheeses that I didn't know about, and I absolutely made some of those fights harder on myself than I should, than I had to. Yeah, it becomes a lot easier if you just put one of them to sleep and then just focus one. Yeah, I've seen runs with oh, sleep damn. cheese, and it's it's crazy just yeah. seeing him stand there and just take it. Yeah, like yeah, you can even like sleep the one you're fighting, and you just get like half their their health bar in one go for free. It's it's amazing. No, oh, fair enough. That... So, yeah, there's a good way to make that one a lot easier, which is nice. Oh, man, but it's not I a fun fight. I... No, and that's the thing. Like they they had 
a great fight with Ornstein and Smo, and then just since then they haven't been able to recapture that lightning in a bottle. Yeah. I, I will say their Godskin Duo might be my favorite track in the game, like soundtrack wise. It is a pretty good oh, track wow. if I can actually listen to it for more than five seconds before <laughs> you know, twelve thousand stabs are coming from Fatty over there. So good. I've been uh I've been listening to the soundtrack when I'm at work. Just yep. Because I need like something like instrumental, like no lyrics or anything to distract me. So yeah, like mm -hmm. that one comes on, I'm just like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a great soundtrack. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Okay, so I'm gonna actually move on to the question I asked earlier, which oh, I think we still have hardest and easiest boss, right? Oh yeah. Um, okay, so what were if it's any different than the ones we had just mentioned? What were the hardest and easiest bosses for you guys? Again, that still had achievements attached to them. Um, do you want me to go first? E sure. Okay, I, I made sure to pick different bosses, and that's why. Okay one of these answers was missing from an earlier answer. Gotcha. Uh, the hardest boss, would you believe it, for me, was Melania. <laughs> I would believe it. <laughs> she, yeah, she's... It, it's so funny, like, I was re-watching uh, a, a series um, of Dark Souls 3, like, right after it came out. Um, like, just re-watching it a couple of weeks ago, and they just got to Nameless King in that, and they were like, Oh yeah, this is this is the hardest boss FromSoft has ever made. And like looking <laughs> at Melania and then looking at Nameless King, like <laughs> they're like night and day, like Nameless King feels so simple and easy compared to Melania now. Mm -hmm. Melania is just she's just she's just bullshit. She's yeah. unfair. She really is. Yeah. It's a steep learning curve. It is. Like you can you can make her easy, you know, you do a bleed build, it's easy, but She's still an, an unfairly designed boss. The fact that she can mm -hmm. heal herself from attacking you, she can Scarlet Rot you, which is the worst status effect FromSoft has ever done. Apart mm -hmm. from maybe like, what is it, like Madness or whatever in. Um, oh, yeah, Madness is pretty bad. Whatever the one in Bloodborne is. Fran Frantic? No. Oh, Frenzy. Frenzy, yes. Yeah. yeah that one's probably brutal. worse. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, John, you, you know, your classic line from our co op series. Just light yourself on fire. <laughs> you can't, I couldn't <laughs> because do that there on my is a self-immolation spell to get rid of rot. That's true. But so John honestly... is always telling us to light ourselves on fire. Honestly, like as bad as Scarlet Rot is, it's probably like your least concern in her fight. Like it's annoying that it can still happen, but like she has so many worse attacks that will just destroy mm -hmm. you and fully heal herself. Yeah, that's the true. amount of time you have to focus too. You can't even like. Dedicated to clearing the rot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so then what was your easiest fight then? Easiest boss I thought was Godfrey. Okay. Yeah, he, every single time I've got to him, I don't know if I'm just like overleveled by that point, but he is just, I just melt him every time. Like <laughs> the first time, like on my, my first playthrough, just absolutely destroyed him. I think I was like very high level because. Um, my mage needed, I think it was 80 intelligence to use, like, the moon spells. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, that, that character was very overpowered. Uh, but yeah, just completely destroyed Godfrey. And I think mm -hmm. you texted me, and you were like, what do you think of Godfrey? I think that was one of my favorite fights. And I was like... Oh, you mean, okay, yeah, the Horaloo fight, yeah, yeah. No, 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 Godfrey. Oh. No, I texted you about, like, like proper, uh, about Horaloo. I don't remember texting you about Godfrey. You did. 
you said, oh. did you like Godfrey? And I said, no, I don't even remember him. And then you realized you'd said the wrong name. But <laughs> Ah, okay. I was like, hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's just a, such a forgettable fight for me. I couldn't even tell you what his attacks patterns are because I always find it so easy. Oh, this is the uh, fight before Horolu we're talking? No, uh, yeah. So this is Godfrey the Golden, the one who appears as like, okay. the specter. Gotcha. Yeah, same room okay. where, um, what's his face is? The all-knowing Gideon, boy is. Gideon yeah. off near. Yes. Okay. I think for me, so this is actually why I had said uh, Rykard earlier, because Rykard, I think, was one of the easiest fights for me. You know, so obviously they give you the weapon in the in the stage, <laughs> and you can you can stun him pretty effectively, even in the second phase. Yes. Um, but I, I don't know, I, I like that fight, it was definitely easy. I also just put Melania as my hardest, because, I, no, she is. Just, just get her out of here. <laughs> Thank God she's an optional boss. True. Oh, uh, she was mandatory. I'm not sure I would have finished the game. Oh, wow. Just because it would have pissed me off so much. <laughs> yep. Shelf it for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I, I could not do that. Like Radon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Radon was also pretty bad, but I, I was able to get through Radon with, you know, summons and, and all the other people. Yeah. But that, but yeah, then... I had to shelf it for a bit with Radon just because he was mm. so frustrating at first. Before yeah. I realized I was underleveled, but yeah, Melania is so hard. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, the so cinematic... now we will... oh. Sorry, go ahead, Britt. I was just saying that I agree with the cinematics in uh, Ride Card. It's mm -hmm. kind of like the, the Yorm fight, right? Yes. You get the, the weapon right off the bat, and mm -hmm. even though it is somewhat easy, it's still it's a wicked fun fight. Oh, yeah. I do think they nerfed the weapon, because um, oh. like my first two playthroughs was like very early on and it hadn't like been patched that much I, I just like used the same attack i think i just like did like r2 or something over and over and over didn't have to think about it and just just killed him and then when i went back to him on on my third character just i felt like i was never staggering him and i, I was actually having to uh change tactics and like think about things and dodge his moves so i i, I swear they they made changes to that fight and it's not the same as it was um like right after launch oh yeah I can't say I've played it since it got nerfed, but uh, uh -oh. when it was when it was good, it was good. So I I don't it's, know. It's still point. cool. It's just yes. Yes, you actually fun. have to like use all the abilities of the weapon now instead of just R two R two R two. Fair enough. Okay, interesting. Um, so now moving on to the actual question that I had, for some reason just jumped right ahead to. Uh, so in regards to the bosses that don't have achievements tied to them, John, let's start with you. What were your most and least favorite bosses? Um, my favorite boss. I don't. I mean, all and, my favorite bosses have achievements, pretty much. But this is yeah. this is probably like the boss I liked the most uh, that didn't have an achievement. Um, that I thought like maybe should was yeah. Commander O'Neill in Caled. Okay. Because mm -hmm. Commander was it Commander Nile has an achievement. Yeah, Nile. That's it. Yeah. But mm -hmm. O'Neill, who's just like his equivalent doesn't and i i thought that was very strange because like uh i think godskin noble has an achievement and godskin duo has an achievement yep. but o'neill doesn't while nile does so I, I just thought like he's he's a decently cool fight he's pretty fun he has a very unique weapon that drops from him so he's a, a good one to kill every time um mm -hmm. so yeah i just thought he 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 could have had an achievement no that's fair Okay, interesting. And what about your, your least favorite that doesn't have an achievement? Least favorite boss with no achievement directly tied to it 
is fucking Elden Beast. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that's the dumbest Elden one Beast. that doesn't have an achievement tied to it specifically. Like, yeah. I get, like, you get the ending right after it, pretty much, but god, what an unfun fight. And again, just like, my complaints with Placidus X, Elden Beast just dives under the map and pops up the other side of it and mm -hmm. flies into the sky and sh it's just so unfun. Literal blob with tentacles, like you said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, both of them are. Both, yeah. <laughs> How about yourself, Brett? Uh, well, I, I agree with John on the, the least favorite there. Just, oh, that's fair. Yeah, a little disappointing on that. But uh, the most, my favorite was, it's kind of a weird one, is the, the duo gargoyles in Siorfra Aqueduct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just because I thought it was like a total throwback to first boss in Dark Souls 1. Mm -hmm. You know, you climb the clock tower, ring the first bell, you're fighting a bunch of gargoyles. And it was kind of tucked away enough, too, where really felt like okay i've explored here i went through this whole underground city you know did the mimic blah 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 got to this end spot and you know nothing <laughs> yeah 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 i agree so i think they could have been a little bit more wise in some of their maybe remove some of the mandatory boss achievements and sprinkle some of the non-mandatory in there mm -hmm. yeah yeah but uh yeah that's where i'm at with those no, that's fair. I So I think this is the first one that we all agree on. Because <laughs> I agree, Elden Beast is absolute garbage for not having an achievement tied directly to it. It's just, it's so stupid. Why? Uh, but I also wanted to mention, it's weird that Godskin Noble has an achievement, Godskin Duo has an achievement, <laughs> but Godskin Apostle on his own doesn't yeah. have an achievement. Mm -hmm. Like, it feels like they went two-thirds of the way and just said, nah, we don't care about Apostle all that much. Don't you fight Apostle twice as well? You can fight them both twice, because you can fight uh, Noble in Volcano Manor, Apostle in the Windmill Village, um, you can fight them as the Snail Summons in that cave that I can't remember the name of, and then you can fight them as Duo. And you can also fight Apostle in Kaled Divine Tower. Oh, right. Ah, yeah, yes. I forgot about yep. that. That's weird. Yeah, you, so... fight, you fight these bosses <laughs> so many times. Yeah. Uh, you fight a, a Noble on the bridge to... Lyrenia's Divine Tower as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. that, that one's not a boss. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot but, about that one. Yeah, so but those don't actually relate to my favorite boss without an achievement, which we actually mentioned him earlier, was Blythe, because he technically does count as a boss during Rani's questline. Mm. I, I, I would call him I would call him a boss. And it, like, you know, same as any other boss you'd find at, say, the end of a cave or anything. Oh, when you fight him in Lake of Rot? Yeah, he's got a he's got a boss health bar. He has an invader health bar. Oh right. <laughs> but he's not technically an invader though. This is when when Rani asks you to like take care of the shadow or whatever. The baleful yeah, shadow, yeah. Doll. Right, right. It was okay. also really hard for me to find a non uh, a boss with without an achievement that I was like that was memorable enough for me to at least remember the fight. <laughs> Fair. There's one I really wish they could have put in. And it's, I guess, somewhat of a bonus, and I don't mean to cut you off. No, Taylor, no, go for it, go for it. Is um, Millicent. Mm. Mm. It's such a long quest. I mean, you meet her in Caled. You have to do such these random and vague things to get her to um, the Halig tree area. And then you have the chance to either help her or betray her. Yeah. And I thought it'd be really cool if you invaded her, betrayed her at the end of it all, and fought her. That you'd get, you know, again, just another achievement for one of those vague, kind of obscure bosses. Hmm, that's fair. I, 
Yeah, I can. I kind of see why they didn't, just because it would mean you'd have to redo the quest line potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that's an interesting one. This one I actually haven't fought her personally. I didn't do that. I didn't take her quest line in that direction. But no, that's interesting. That's not one I thought of before. John, have you fought her? Yeah, it's annoying because uh, her quest line gives you like two of the best talismans in the game. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like if you're doing a bleed build, you want both of them. So it's uh, it's 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 hard. Like you can obviously only get one per playthrough, so she mm-hmm. is like super valuable to do her her uh, her quest line all the way through each time. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Okay. So moving on to a very similar topic, what was your favorite NPC quest line? Uh, Brett, let's start with you on this one. Sure. Uh, it's kind of a, a double sided one. Um, it's the Lord of Frenzied. <laughs> no. It is. Interesting. <laughs> I just mean from all the different weird things, like from meeting Ariana in by Castle Morn or whatever, you know, Ariana and Morn being both names from Dark Souls, it kind of got my brain going. Because <laughs> I really went into this hoping to find like a solid connection to either any of the previous FromSoft games. It was one of my main drives, and that's why I kind of took my time and checked every nook and cranny kind of thing, but it was just really, I had no idea where that story was going. It was just unfolding out so s- slowly for me. But mm-hmm. the other ones, I was kind of, okay, I could kind of see where this is going. I knew okay. this was kind of like the the evil ending of the game, and I didn't know how it was going to pan out. Between mm-hmm. the, the uh, such obscure lore of Shabriri, and now he ends up coming back and like possessing which one of my favorite characters was Yura. Yeah. Hmm. And like how that whole thing played out and like it just added like a whole different side of it, which was like the, the possession side and mm-hmm. you know, Iriana being the exact same as Hyeda, their their character models the same, the voice the same. Like it was just really confusing to me, but in a good way that I wanted to find it out. And then of course it had the ending tied in, so the payoff was there for me too. Yeah, it to all do all fair. of that. Okay. All worth it at the end. Exactly. That's and then just a small bonus one was Selen's. Oh, fully, okay. fully oh, yes. complete that. Yeah. Who did you side with in Selen's questline? I did side with her. And okay. I just the, the the funny thing is the irony, you know, her how her lust for power just turned her into one of those glintstone rocks in the end. Anyway. Hmm. That was that took like such a dark turn. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had crap. no idea it was going there. <laughs> yeah, you like warp back in. And there's just like same with Bach. Big... Yeah, it's another yeah. one that takes a dark twist. I thought I was helping the poor guy out. <laughs> oh god, yeah, you uh, you like let him be reborn or whatever. Yes, with the larval yeah. tear. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like where it takes like I mean like all the quest lines are like pretty dark anyway, but like yes. some of them go above and beyond. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so John, how about you? Do you have a what was your favorite quest line? My favorite quest line. Is like barely related to an NPC, but it's the Volcano Manor quest line. I guess it's related oh, to like okay. six different NPCs. Yeah, barely yeah. related. It's related to the highest number of NPCs. Probably. Well, I think Ronnie probably has more crossover, yeah. but but yeah, Volcano Manor. It's it's so fun. Like getting getting actual quests and stuff. I thought was so satisfying, and um, just doing like scripted invasions like where you're you're the bad guy invading npcs is super fun i found um and and in my first playthrough like i think i I did the first one 
and then like got the the message for the second one uh and i was just like progressing through volcano manor i killed rykard and then obviously that shuts off the quest line for you and i was mm. so sad because i just wanted to keep doing these quests because they seemed so fun to me <laughs> huh see i got all the assassinations before i killed rykard that's what i do every time now but like yes yeah get like, juno hoslow get the whip everything yeah Yes. Yeah, it's it's super fun and like it takes you all over the world, like your first invasions in Limgrave and then your last ones in like um Hampton Top. John, are you trying to say that this is the Aladdin of Elden Ring quests? Uh yes. Because it will show you the world. <laughs> yes, I am now. <laughs> there we go, we've the Aladdin of Elden Ring quests. <laughs> yeah, it's got a badass vibe too. That place is mm -hmm. really cool looking. Really cool, yeah. I loved that one. I just stumbled on in there. Mm -hmm. See, and I'm I'm totally different because I I had two that kind of um tied for first place for me. One was Ranny's questline just because, you know, it's it's great. There's nothing to complain about there outside of the stupid dragon. Uh that's in the the one that we killed recently, John, whatever his name is. Uh, the magic dragon. Adula. Glintstone one. Oh. Yeah. Puff the Magic Dragon. Yeah, the uh, one right and, outside the cathedral. Yeah. Oh, up up top. Up top, yeah. yeah. Outside gotcha. of that yeah. guy. Great quest line. And I think the other one that tied it for me, that one that I didn't actually do until much later, was Alexander's quest line. Uh -huh. Like, yeah. following it through all the way. Mm -hmm. Did you? Like, question. Yeah. Yes. Did you do his in relation to the Jarberg quest line, or did you do his as a standalone quest? Uh, I did his as a standalone. Okay. But I watched Vadi's after that, actually. Vadi's uh, Prepare to Cry around Jarberg is what right. inspired me to do the quest line. Yeah. Mm. It, it, yeah. Both of them but together I, are so cool. I yes. know. And I just, like, I fell in love with Alexander when you first had to knock him out of his little yeah. hole. And I was just like, who is this guy? What, what is this? <laughs> yeah, what gimmick do we have here now? And yeah. then just, I don't know, following it was just, it was nice. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I yeah, agree. He was almost like that secret character, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. He had yeah, that definitely. filled the void of him, that friendly okay, so battle I, again, warrior. Non non scripted question, but it goes along with this. Who was your favorite NPC? Oh god. Just oh, on the yeah. spot, top of your head. Oh man. God, probably Alexander. He's <laughs> he's a cool, cool boy. <laughs> he is. How about you, Brett? That's a tough one. Um there's so yeah, many good ones. There is. Mm. Um, I, may, I might default back to Yura just because, mm. again, I haven't put a lot of thought into it, but yeah, I like where his story went and where he kind of came in. He had his Eleonora or whatever he was trying to save. I don't mm. know if that was his love or whatever or his daughter or something like that. I think that was but, his daughter. Could really? Yeah. I, I, again, I just like how, again, those little small details there. But I mm -hmm. I found him what, early on in the Limgrave Lake or whatever, where you fight that first dragon. Yeah. And then he, he helps you with that invader, um, and then you get oh. Reduvia. So, like, I met him yeah. early on, and you keep seeing him pop up. So, yeah, maybe I'll stick with Yura. Oh, fair enough. I think for me, one of my favorites was Gideon Offnir. <laughs> just because he was such an asshole. I hate Gideon. But Very he much. also... You know, he was that guy who's like, you're a complete dickhead, but he still had enough heart to, like, raise uh, Nephili at, for, like, from a mm. child. And it's like, why, why do you have to have one redeeming quality that's actually 
big enough to redeem you. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really, and I, I do want to do an RP playthrough as him just to mm. be a complete asshole and to do his whole monologue in every single boss fight. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Can you imagine just RP walking to the boss doing his whole monologue every time you fight a boss? That would be amazing. <laughs> I also do love, like, when you first get to the round table hold. He like welcomes you, but he's like, "You're just a guest here, you know. I, I've I've seen yeah. your kind come before, and you know you'll you'll die soon, whatever." And then you kill yeah. Godric, and you go back, and he's like, "All right, you've uh, you've convinced me. You're you're something special. I I quite like that like progression with yeah. him." He he's willing to admit when he was wrong. Yeah, but then he still mm -hmm. says, "I don't know. I'm still gonna fight you. You can't like man can't kill a god." And it's he like, still well, I proved you wrong. If you've uh, yeah. you have to search out the Albanuric woman, of course. Oh, yes. Just over just and over. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I don't know. He, he, he struck a nerve with me, both in a good and a bad way. And his fight is, yeah. like, pretty impressive. Like, he's just busting out, like, all these different types of spells. He's, uh, he's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. I think his... I, I could be wrong, but I think he has a mechanic where he, his spells change on the variety of what you've discovered, right? On what you've learnt. Is that true? Uh, I, I, I have no think, idea. I think Whoa. I might have seen something on that because, again, he's getting the all-knowing. Right. So it's depending on what you know kind of thing. Ooh. I, I could be wrong. That's cool. I'm Googling it right now. So we will, uh, we will come back to that in just a second here. Okay. Uh, so we'll move on to this next question, then I'll, I'll circle back around. Do you guys feel that the quest lines should have achievements attached to their completion? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, there's, like, the achievements in this are, like, they're just bosses, and that's basically yeah. it. Um, so yeah, like, getting achievements for, uh, doing all the Volcano Manor assassinations or something like that, for, uh, seeing Jarberg all the way through, for, uh, like, you, you, you make Nefeli Lu a, a ruler, yeah. and, like, in-game you get an upgrade material, but I, I think that's such a, a cool lore story and quest line, and it's just a shame that there's there's no achievements to any of these quest lines. Like there's not much motivation to do many of them in uh in playthroughs. And and like Brad was talking about, like um Millicent's quest line is so so vague and, and very satisfying to do and uh, the ending is so cool. And yeah, it I think I think all of them should have achievements, honestly. Okay. Yep. How about you, Britt? 1,000% uh, agreeance. It's pretty much everything I have, you know, kind of jotted down here. You know, Selen, again, that's one I brought up. I felt that totally deserved one. Yeah. Alexander, Volcano Manor, Nefeli, like you said, you find Gustok and Kenneth, and you go mm -hmm. all across Limgrave to find a new king for this place, and, you know, it seems like it would be a pretty big deal, and, you know, again, like you said, you get one, one upgrade item. Yeah. You know, it, it just felt it was a little lackluster, and they just kind of... I feel they did get a little bit lazy with choosing some of the achievements, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, That's and, like Speaking of Feli Lu, like, it's hard to believe like that questline wasn't finished when the game came out. No. Yes, I know, I know. That's mind-blowing. Like, I, I do yeah. it like every time now, just because I find it's like a, you know fairly short, but it's quite a satisfying questline to do. But yeah, like at launch, wasn't there. Like It, it was half there. <laughs> Yeah, which is wild. Huh, yeah, it just okay. left more questions than answers at that point. Yeah, 
See, and I I don't think that it should have um they should have achievements attached to them because Souls games before this never have, and I didn't I've mentioned this before, I didn't like how they were attached to covenants in previous mm-hmm. Souls games, and it just it feels not nearly as bad as Covenants. Covenants were absolute garbage, but it feels kind of as obscure. And I will ask you this, a, mo- a kind of modification to the question. If they didn't mark NPCs on your map, like, like it was when it, at first launch, would you still feel that the quest line should have achievements attached to them? Yes, they're, they're easy enough to look up, honestly. Like, I don't, I don't use the, the markers in-game. Like, mm. if I, if I want to do a quest and I don't remember it, I'll just look up a little guide on it. Like, most of them only have, like, what, like, five to ten steps or something. Um, like, I, I like that they added the NPC markers to the map, but I don't need them. Okay, and how about you, Brett? Do you think you would change your answer, but, or... Um... I mean, I don't think so. I mean, especially now. I mean, the amount of time that I put into it and <laughs> the amount that is committed to memory at this yes. point. I mean, <laughs> um, yes, I, I think I wouldn't change my answer. Okay, interesting. So while we were just chatting, I looked this up and this is something that I've never personally done, but I think reinforces my position that that Gideon should be rather is my favorite NPC. Apparently, he does gain new spells based on what bosses you've told him about. Oh, that you've beat. That's the gimmick. So apparently, like if you like, you don't you don't just beat the boss, but you have to beat the boss, tell him about it, and then he like, for instance, this guy on Reddit was saying he used Scarlet Aonia and Blood Boon. Huh. I've never <laughs> seen him do that, but I've also never talked to him about the boss fights that I've encountered. That's crazy. I haven't done so, that in a few playthroughs. <laughs> Yeah. So yes, apparently Gideon is genuinely a, a boss that you can control the difficulty of some degree by telling him what fights you've done. Mm-hmm. That is Which so cool. Which just means <laughs> RPing him makes it so much harder, and you would absolutely have to do New Game Plus where you've beaten all bosses. Yeah. That's insane. That's awesome, yeah, I love those that. hidden little mechanics, right? Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Okay, so... Moving on to the next question, I did have to look this one up because it wouldn't show me on Steam, and I don't know if it's different for PlayStation, but oh, yeah. going to go on the statistics that I found on this website that I'll link down below. Um, the, mo- the rarest achievement, according to this, that you know isn't getting all achievements, is legendary sorceries and incantations. That is not what I found on Steam. Really? <laughs> yes. What did you find on Steam? Steam says Lord of Frenzied Flame is the rarest. Huh. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay, so... I wonder if it's different on PlayStation, Brett. Were you able to look that up at all? Uh, to be honest, I thought it was just more of a personal opinion, but I can type that up real oh, quick. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, I was just on trueachievements.com, so obviously it's based on, you know, whoever input it. Um, interesting. Because, yeah, you can see all the, like, Steam stats, and, like, um, yeah. was it's uh, 13.1% of people have... The Lord of Frenzied Flame achievement, mm, and then only okay, seven point eight of Elden Ring, and then I'm seeing fourteen point six for legendary sorceries. Yes, yeah. Okay, so why don't we? I I don't know what it's going to be for PlayStation because I don't know if they have a website for that. Yeah, they don't um, have like a live, like a percentage of how many people have hit it. Oh, they just okay. give you like a percentage of like if it's common or rare to mm. a hit in mm. the game itself. Okay. So, okay, why don't we talk about both the sorceries 
Well, this one's also saying legendary armaments, but I think we know why that one's so rare. Yeah. I think we've talked about legendary armaments. So let's talk about Lord of Frenzied Flame and legendary sorceries and incantations. Why do you guys think those would be two of the rarest achievements? Well, Frenzied Flame, I think we all know why. Just <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Again, the platforming, the obscurity of, of it all. I mean, even finding that place, getting down through all the sewers, you know, beating... Mm-hmm. Mog, the cursed demon, whatever the version of him, and then finding the secret hole behind the boss battle or whatever kind of thing. You know, all of that was just, I think, a lot to sift through. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I agree. As for the incantations, I mean, again, I kind of, those ones all just kind of came to me. I was very, uh, I guess, maybe aware of how those walking monuments worked. So I kind of held on to my boss souls to make sure I would find the, the right monument first to duplicate them. Mm. So I could then get the legendary incantations or whatever if it came from a boss soul or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it made that a little bit easier. But um, I mean, I, I, I guess me personally, I didn't have too much trouble with the incantation side of it hmm. or spells. All right. And how about you, John? Did you have much difficulty with those? Uh, well, I'm just looking at the list of them now, and I think I could find all of them again, no problem, except for Elden Stars. Um, it's it's found in deep root depths near uh, the Great Waterfall Crest site, and like, cause I'm doing a, a a battle mage right now. I was actually looking for this in deep root depths. I didn't want to look it up or see if I could remember how to find it, and I could mm-hmm. not. So, <laughs> um, I can. I think that is probably. Uh, possibly the the culprit for a lot of people not getting that achievement is I've done it. I've found that one before and I couldn't re-find it. So yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many people just also weren't able to find it at all. See, and I think I think what it comes down to genuinely is just lack of, of effort and desire to like look for everything. Yeah, like if you're it, not doing a mage, like you're not gonna go out of your way to find spells. And even the Frenzied Flame, like Brett was mentioning, is so much work. I think so many people just don't want to go out of their way to do that. Like, I, I get Frenzied Flame is a little more, I would, which is weird. I thought Frenzied Flame would be less rare than Incantations because it's based around an ending. I figured more people would go for it. Mm-hmm. So I was really surprised to see that had fewer people go for it. But I think just the amount of effort for one small change is, is what holds people back in my mind. Yes, you bring up a very good point. You're talking like the endings. Yeah, because like yeah. the endings aren't all that different. Oh. We know that we've seen them. No, and it's it's. I get it may have an impact later, but usually, as we all know, the Souls games just never. You know they they never carry on a canon ending that actually has an effect from what you did in the first game. Right. So I think people just weren't willing to put in all this extra effort to see a cutscene they could just YouTube. But you get yeah, cool I... glowing eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Those are the most badass eyes. I they are very cool. <laughs> but it also it, it also raises another Jedi. issue, and this is the issue that I had with this ending, is selecting the right hat to go with the eyes during mm. the cutscene. Mm. Yes. So I went with Loretta's the... because it doesn't cover like the arch thing, so I had like the eyes and the weird arch thing that looked pretty good. But like it was a, it was a struggle for me. I genuinely had to like go through all of my helmets, be like, what would look the best here? Snow Witch hat. 
Ah, there you go. Still yeah, I got pretty good. Shares. Oh yeah, okay. that's a good one. Yeah, it is. It's nice because like the brim's like low, so like you can't see it at first, but then you like tip the camera up underneath them, and the bam, there's the glowing eyes. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's got that little hanging glint stone with it. Yeah, it sets so, so cool. <laughs> so for you guys, what was the most memorable achievement, and and you know why why did it have such an impact? Um, for me, I put the Erd Tree of Flame achievement, which is oh, okay. where you, you light the Erd Tree on fire. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's one of, like, a, a tiny handful of achievements that's story-related and not related to a boss or anything. Um, mm -hmm. it, 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 like, signifies that you're moving through a pretty significant part of the game, and I, I just thought it was quite impactful that the Erd Tree looms over you from the very moment you step foot into Limgrave, it's it's pretty much always there. And then the the story of the game just takes a bit of a, a turn and you you say, you know, to to hell with my quest up until now. I'm gonna burn this down and 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 do what I want from now on. <laughs> I thought that was quite uh, quite me meaningful. Hmm. Very nice. How about yourself, Brett? I had a hard time picking between one that was a, a boss fight and uh, the ending, the Ronnie's quest line, the, uh, the, oh, okay. the star's yeah. ending. I just really <laughs> like the, the cosmic horror style of things, you know, even with Bloodborne getting into space and things like that. You know, yeah. I thought I would get a little bit more insight into something, you know, with that ending. Mm -hmm. it, it was still everything I wanted it to be. And, you know, the quests were great, the, the characters throughout and, you know, Blythe and all that stuff. But that, that ending was just, it was really cool space. I don't know how they're going to go from there. I'm really hoping that kind of what you were speaking to a little bit earlier, that, they, you know, they've never had an ending that's tied into further gameplay. Mm -hmm. But I'm hoping that that's something that they might change where, you know, if you want to go down this path or do these other quests, maybe within DLC or something, you had to have gone down Randy's quest line and be her mm. consort or whatever. Yeah. So okay. I, I really like that side of it. It was a pretty grand story. And then the other one that was boss-related was Radon, believe it or not. Huh. There, there was just... I've heard so much hype around him and how everyone was having a hard time. And I was putting him off and off and off because I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm, I don't want to get pissed off with this game and shelf it or anything. So yeah. but then I finally tried it, and it was just an insane fight. It, it almost felt like a MMO. You know, you you got mm -hmm. all those summons there. You're bringing everybody in. It was just mayhem. And it wasn't an easy fight by any means for me. And it was my first fight that I killed him, but it was like literally down to the wire. And I oh. just remember jumping out of my chair, <laughs> woohoo, screaming, scared the crap out of my dog and my wife. And <laughs> just because I had had so much buildup and fear of him. And then yeah. finally taking him out that first try was pretty fun. Nice. Man, yeah. I, I couldn't even approach Radon. I genuinely just kept dying to the arrow shots. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I had so... I I did not learn to dodge those until, like, the fourth time I was fighting him. <laughs> yeah. That was that was rough for me. I See, and I'm, I'm different in the sense that I actually went, I think, with the least enjoyable ending, which is just, like, the regular Elden Lord ending <laughs> as my most memorable, partly because it was the first one that I did, but also, to me... In every one, of, well, okay, in most of these Souls games, you're told, you know, your one purpose is to do this, is to light the flames, to carry on, to, you know, take over four, Jesus Christ, 
uh, take over for whoever was there before you. And then you're always tempted by these other people, like, no, you should do this, no, you should do that, no, you should send me to space, because I'm an astronaut. Um, <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? I want to just do what I want to do. I don't want to hear nobody talking in my ear, telling me what to do. I'm just going to do this of my own free will. And to me, it just it felt like you were in control of what you wanted, not what somebody else wanted you to do. It's not like either light it or walk away. It's like, no, I'm going to take the throne. Y'all can just deal with your own goals. I'm not helping you. Yeah, it, it did make the most sense, I think, too, because it, like you said, with those other endings, all the amount of work that you go through for such a minute change, mm -hmm. like at least with that one, you're left with like, like, OK, I've earned this throne. This is now mine. You know, I'm sitting on it. I can do with it as I please. There's no like vague, small little twist or anything. It kind of leaves you with that satisfaction like you earned it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, you compare that to, like, Dark Souls 2, where you can also take the throne, but then it just, like, seals you away in the kiln. Mm -hmm. um, but then here, you take the throne, and no twist, you are the Elden Lord. It's nice. Yep. Yeah. I don't know, it felt like the, the first Souls-like, or, you know, proper FromSoft Souls game, where you weren't, I don't want to say punished, but it, it felt like it, was the, it wasn't just, like, the most boring, bland option out there. Right. Or like that you were that you were making the wrong choice by just doing that. Mm -hmm. And it is cool that there's three variations of that cutscene. Mm-hmm. Depending on which which rune you use. Yeah, that was interesting. Correct. I, I just had the most basic. I can't remember what the other two versions were that I didn't get. Actually, I but guess like I said, that four. was my that was my rushed playthrough. Right. At they really should have added achievements for even all of the endings, in my opinion. There's, what, a total of six? Uh, Ooh, that would have been a lot of achievements, though. I think there's seven, actually. Because I oh, think seven? you can, like, take the throne without using any of the runes, right? Or you can do Dung Eaters oh, yeah. or Fias or oh. Gold Masks. Yeah, I didn't know you could do it without uh, using one. I think, I think so. I'm not sure. That makes sense. It's six or seven, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Right. See, and I think if they were to implement an achievement for every ending, you would have to distinguish each ending more than it yes. is. Yeah, just like, like instead of just color tinting it. Yeah, so right. this is the problem actually that I had with um, Code Vein, which is a future episode for later, is you could, if you didn't do all of like the, basically the, you know, the equivalent of runes in that game, you got the ending. But then if you did do all the runes, you got the ending. And then one word <laughs> spoken by a character during a black screen. That was the only change they made, Ugh, and it wow. legitimately had a different achievement for it. Yeah. Yeah, they would have yeah, to just... have made, like, different cutscenes for the different rune endings instead of just making one, like, yellow and one dark. <laughs> <laughs> like, if yeah. they had genuinely put in effort to make each one feel distinct, mm -hmm. and, you know, had told you, like, hey, doing this you know, not necessarily with just a tutorial message, but like NPCs kind of really hinting that doing this will have a genuine impact on the world, then I would totally agree, yes, have different achievements. But as it stands right now, I don't think they're distinct enough or require enough different work to justify being considered different things. Yeah, that that's fair. Yeah. I, yeah. They they do they definitely require a lot of distinct work, but yeah, they're not different enough right mm -hmm. now to justify achievements for them. Yeah. 
Okay, sorry. Have you ever finished Dung Eater's questline, by the way? I've not, actually. I've done, like, half of it, and then I just gave up on it. Yeah. Have you done it, Brad? Yeah, that one takes a... I have, yeah. That one does take a while. I, I've it's done finding it. those seedbed curses for me. Yeah, they're, they're hard to find. I've, I've done it <sighs> once, but I didn't, like, take his ending yet. So that's the last one I need to do. Yeah, it's, huh. it's dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... Maybe, uh... maybe I'll do it on our, on our uh, co-op playthrough. I'm not sure. I'll figure it out. I don't know if I want to put in a lot of effort again. Yeah, I'm torn between that and Frenzied Flame for the co-op ending. Man, you're putting in so much effort for these. I, I like making my endings thematic. <laughs> That's fair. Like my Battle Mage now, I need to do Ronnie's ending just because I'm a mage. Makes sense. <laughs> Is there an achievement you would remove for the game and why? I'm guessing I know the answer for all of us, but John, we'll start with you. Uh, I don't know if you know my answer then, because my answer is no. <laughs> That's kind of what I figured. Okay, but I, I did. I had a caveat, and I said I would tweak the weapons one so that you can't lock yourself out of it. Fair enough. But yeah, yeah that, that would be that nice. Was it. How about you, Brett? Is there is there a trophy you would remove? I mean, the the only reason I would say to remove would be in the hopes that they would add other different ones per se. You know, mm. um, but again, I don't think there's a limit to achievements. I don't know how that works, but. I mean, maybe some of the minor, minor mandatory bosses that you know you have to fight. Again, like Red Wolf of Radagon or whatever in Rhea Lucaria. I was just you know? thinking him today, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it, it's on your path of progression. You know you're going to fight him. If you want to go to one of the coolest looking places, you're probably not going to pass up Rhea Lucaria. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you, you fight him. Yeah, maybe they don't put that in there per se, and it opens up for, again... Maybe some of those NPC quest lines. I know the question didn't say, what did you want to add? But I'm saying, if they maybe remove some of those, it could have opened up room for others. Uh, so the original question was, what did you remove? So that's, that's totally fine. Um, okay. And I, I see, I'm kind of with John on this one, but I'm kind of with you on this one too, is that there's not really any I would want to remove, but I might maybe change them. So like you said, maybe take it away for something like, you know, mm -hmm. Radagon but have an achievement for kind of completing Rhea Lucaria as a whole, so to speak. So yeah, have yeah, it be more exactly. thematic around story progression in a, in a vaguer sense, not something focused on bosses. Yeah, it was just so much like, okay, it, it's, it's a boss, a trophy, or you're ending a quest line. That's mm -hmm. pretty much all it was. Yeah. And, and then mind you, the collection of items. Even the items, I think they might have could have tweaked those rather than just legendary armaments. Why not make it? another separate achievement for the, the rare armaments, you know, the purple drops, things like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I mean, just to add another layer for those who go, okay, I'm going to go crazy for the collection and try and hunt every little piece of gear I can and hunt for that super hard achievement to get every purple. Yeah. See, and and I, I don't know. It to, it to me feels like the wrong genre for that kind of collectathon achievement. Which yeah, is... I, Again, I guess it depends on the volume they're trying to do, too, right? Yeah. I know there's, I don't know how many purples are in the game, per se, but at least to maybe tweak it to where it wasn't just those legendaries, per se. For example, just regarding weapons. Fair enough. How about you, John? You, you were going to say something there. I was going to say, like, they've clearly, like, mimicked these achievements so closely on Dark Souls achievements, mm -hmm. except for when it comes to the collections, like, 
That's true, yeah. All other Dark Souls games had you collect every single sorcery instead of just the legendary ones. Exactly. Um, every weapon. I guess, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it would fit in closer with the original Souls. Yeah, and yeah, huh. I, I still find it weird that there's no achievement for gathering all the gestures in this game, because that's always mm. quite a unique one in Dark Souls 3, and it's yeah. just not here in Elden Ring for some reason. Okay, so so similar question. Did you guys get all uh, gestures in the game? I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know, to be honest with you. I'd have to check with a list. Yeah. I definitely know I didn't, because I know there's some I'm missing, but yeah, there's, there's so many gestures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I really like how they tied some into, like, locking areas out of the game. Like that erudition that you get from a mm, quest. Yes. <laughs> which is so big. Again, something that, that maybe they could have added more on. An achievement for something like that, because, you know, that was pretty obscure and out there, and... Mm -hmm. I, I just think more emphasis on things like that would have been cool. Yeah, that more been interesting. More like unique achievements. Yeah. yeah, they are yeah, not. Just spice it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead just a bit because I think we've already answered this one. Do you guys think the developers like? Does it feel like they cared about the achievements for this game? No. <laughs> nope. No, it not really doesn't. I they they've fallen into such a a pattern and routine of how they do these things. They have. Mm -hmm. And it's so yep. sad, because they could get so creative with it. Big time. Yeah, like, like we... I, I know this game was supposed to be more accessible and get people involved and stuff, but it does, just because some of the gameplay aspects were, and doesn't mean you have to really, you know, dull down those achievements. You know, mm -hmm. there's people that have played Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, Bloodborne, Sekiro, they know what to expect, and then when they come into it, it's like, oh shit, you know, I didn't even have to veer off my course, and I kind of got everything just from learning to play those other games yeah and like yeah yeah like we we complained about the dark souls 3 achievements in that episode and they look good compared to elden ring's achievements they're they're so yeah, they do. so uninspired <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah i agree it's crazy like we <laughs> came up with so many interesting ones just today and they they just didn't come up with really a single interesting one apart from like Maybe the story ones, like those are different. Those aren't in Dark Souls, but apart from those, they're just like, oh yeah, we need we need the achievements. What do we want? Like twenty boss achievements. There we go. We'll do those ones. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah, just yeah. It's infuriating how yep, they regular they are. <laughs> yeah, they definitely could have put more effort. Yeah. Okay, so going getting back to the list before we get too far down this rabbit hole, um, how many times did each of us? actually play the game through and through to get all achievements. John, I know you have the most, so we'll start with you. Uh, I've, I've got... I mean, you need to... Technically, you need to get three ending achievements, so you have to finish the game three times, I guess. I know you can yeah. do it all on the same character if you want. Um, I've... I have done... I've finished the game four times. I'm working on oh, okay. my fifth and sixth right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I've technically finished, well, I've run the game through and through twice, gotten all the endings, because like I said, I copied a character, and I'm working on my third playthrough right now. How about you, Brett? Very nice. Um, it was, again, I got everything on my first playthrough except for that one item. Mm -hmm. I do, I, again, I admit that I did do the cloud save, so that's kind of cheating the system a bit, but I do think since, you know, I found all the required items to do it anyway i was like uh you know what screw it if it works i'm doing it <laughs> yeah, yeah i think myself the time and 
was at 170 hours a, by that point. Mm-hmm. And I think with such a small difference in the endings, it, well, yeah. it's, it's sometimes, depending on which ending you're going for, the mm-hmm. real test should be, can you beat the final boss again? And that, to me, because, you know, there are some games that will throw you back to right before the final boss, so you can just do that and get the achievement. So it's not like it's a, a new thing that we've just started doing. Right. But... I don't know, I, I, I get it's cheating the system, I get it's playing the system a bit, but I don't yep. think it's as bad as some people might make it out to be. Fair, yeah. It, it did shape time, for sure, but... Mm-hmm. So I guess technically it would be two, because, again, it was round 170 or so, but I, after, that's including having to go back on my second playthrough and get to Lanedale Capital for that bolt of Grand <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man, that's... Yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah. Still sour. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> um, does it feel reward... Like, do you feel that the game rewards you for getting all achievements? You know, is there some kind of bonus that you feel it gives you, or, or is there anything that kind of comes out of it? No. no. Not, not for me, no. personally. You know, not even, like... Heck, I would have been okay with, like, a, a description in a, in, a, in a trophy or something, you know? Mm-hmm that gave more than what the endings gave. Yeah, um, that's fair. Again, they were so copy and paste, like, find this, find that, kill this, kill that. You know, for me, I was intending to do those things anyway, try to kill all bosses, you know, find all items kind of thing as much as I can in a playthrough. So I, I think they just kind of got lazy with those, and I think a lot of people will have easier times hitting all achievements on this, or a higher percentage of trophies than they have with other FromSoft games even because they're just almost handed to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, if you're taking your time and exploring, like, yep. it's it's very difficult to miss the legendary items one apart from maybe the weapons one, whereas you compare right. it to Dark Souls 3 where you have to go into New Game Plus 2 to get some of the, the rings and weapons and stuff. It's It's night and day compared to mm-hmm. those. Yep. No, absolutely. I would have 100% agree. There's nothing. The game doesn't give you anything. No. So, yeah, it's, it. I mean, it's a long line of games that just don't do anything for you for getting all achievements because they don't care about people like us. But it still, it still hurts. Yeah, it stings a bit. I mean, um, luckily, I, we probably all agree because that's why we're here talking about the game. But just that FromSoft is a good enough game to keep me going where I can look past those little flaws and hitches and you know hope for more whether it's dlc or their next game kind of thing Mm -hmm. but you hope it's not like the start of a trend where they're just like okay we're successful we figured out the gameplay formula but let's maybe dull down on some of the minor things (laughs) yeah like make the trophies even worse (laughs) yeah and uh we, we were talking about this on the dark souls episode where they didn't add trophies for the DLCs for Dark Souls oh, 3. Yeah. And I'm mm. I'm very worried. Like the DLC is gonna come out and it's gonna be cool and it's gonna have all these new bosses, but there's not gonna be achievements for them. Yeah. yeah. I'm so garbage. curious to see how that yeah. plays out. It'll be very interesting. Okay, so this one is similar to a previous question. Uh what achievement felt the most rewarding to actually get? So not necessarily, you know, what was the most memorable for you, but what was the one you were like, thank God. I can't believe I did this. Like you, you just you could feel the relief or a sense of like joy washing over you as you got this one. Uh for me, this one definitely has to be Radon. Uh, okay. 
on my my first blind through uh, blind playthrough, I was we, we'll call I, it a blind through. Why not a blind through? On that blind through, I I didn't realize the huge jump in difficulty uh, between like everything pre Radon and Radon. Um, mm -hmm. You know, by by that point, I was probably like level like forty five or something, and I didn't realize you needed to really be about like a hundred to face Radon. Wow. Um, and I I was just stuck on him. I was trying him over and over and over again, just getting furious trying to kill him. Um, and then I, I eventually gave up and left and, and went and leveled a bunch, found out about the, the farming method, got myself up higher level, went back to him and, and killed him first try then. And it was just such, it, 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 was, it was incredibly rewarding to finally have taken down my, my big nemesis of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's very fair. Nice. Yeah, that's I could absolutely see that. How about you, Brett? What was your most rewarding? Might seem like a cop out, but it, it was definitely the platinum for me. Mm -hmm. Again, nothing wrong with that, man. I, 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 again, these are games that I just try to find every every little nook and cranny. I mean, I scour every little, as I'm sure you guys do, item description for some hidden piece of lore or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was just nice. Again, maybe a little bit could have been better uh, arrangement or variety of achievements, but having that, that top one to say I've finished them all off by this point, it was nice to say that, okay, I've gotten everything that at least the developers want me to find or see. You know, whatever I find now is extra and over the top for me or my curiosity, but mm -hmm. at least I've gotten, like, per se, the basics, I guess, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. No, I, I get you, I get you. So, yeah, I, platinum for sure. Nice. See, mine is similar to John, not necessarily in the sense that I was underleveled, but in the sense that I was just so happy to be to be done with it, and it is Melania. Yeah. Just mm, because, yeah. like, she was so hard for so long, and it was just so nice to be, to be finished with it. Even though I cheesed her, I still, I still felt just that genuine sense of, thank God it's over. Especially because, yes. um... Like Brett mentioned, like you heard, uh, like tales of Radon before you got yeah. to him. Um, like it, after a, a couple of weeks, you would hear people talking about how hard Melania was, and like yeah. it, it just kind of builds up in your mind, and you you don't really know what to expect. So yeah, like once you know you've had all that build up, you fight her, you get her done. Yeah, a bit a bit of a weight off your your shoulders. I just remember, John, when I summoned you to help me beat Radon for the first time, and you had titled it, uh, Helping Taylor Defeat the Most BS Boss in Elden Ring. Yeah. And then the first comment was, you haven't seen the most BS boss yet. I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, I was like, no, it can't, can't be worse. And it is worse. <laughs> oh, it is so much worse. Oh, but yeah, no, just that, that was just so nice to be over and done with. Yeah. Yeah. You move past it, right? So, I'm not... Brett, does it tell you when you got your trophies? Like, in, like, what time and day and stuff? Yeah, I have to go back in, but what PS4 does is it... Silly as it sounds, it snaps a, a screenshot at the time. Oh, yeah, I so love whatever, that. So whatever, the little trophy pops up. So I would just have to go back to my Elden Ring folder or whatever and see the times and dates, per se. Okay, so... But they're all there, yeah. This next question is, what was your crowning achievement? So the one you got, bef like, the one that popped right before... Ah. let you get all achievements I'm curious to know what your guys' are because I'm assuming it's one of the ending achievements but I, it's not a guarantee I think I know Brett's 
Yeah, you guys would if you've remembered yeah. me talk. It's the legendary <laughs> it's the, weapons. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, <laughs> legendary armaments. How yep. about how about you, John? Uh, is the Elden Lord achievement? That was just the really? last ending I did. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So you're like, oh, the Elden Lord, Elden Lord ending is boring. I'm not going to do it till last. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Huh. And for me, it was frenzied flame ending. Okay. Just because screw that ending. <laughs> that was the first ending I did. <laughs> Man, that oh, that's so weird. They were all <laughs> totally different. Yeah. Okay, so we've mm -hmm. already covered guides. Uh, okay, has this, you know, has this whole experience changed the way you look at the game now? And do you regret going for all achievements? Um, Is that in relation to um, looking at a guide? No, no. This, so we're skipping over the guide one just because we've already discussed that one. Uh, but just like your experience playing the game through and through, guide or no guide, do you, do you regret going for all achievements? Has it changed how you may look at the game now from how you looked at it before? Um, I, I mean, maybe it does a little bit, because I guess if I didn't get all the achievements, I wouldn't have been aware of how crummy they are, per se. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, no regrets at all. I'm really glad. I mean, again, I just hope for better tweaks or, you know, a little bit more insight and time when they're, when they're putting these together in the future, because, again, they were definitely lackluster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you, John? Um... Has it changed the way I look at the game? No, like, they're so easy to get. Like, you really hardly have to go out of your way to get the achievements. Like, there's yeah. no real extra investment of your time compared to, um, like, something I mentioned, like a game I've talked about before, like Ghostwire Tokyo, where you have to keep playing quite a bit and, and do a lot of uh, collecting and stuff. This mm -hmm. one, you know, you just don't have to go out of your way to get all of them, pretty much. So, no. Uh, hasn't changed the way I look at the game and, and no regrets because it's uh, not too much of an investment. Fair enough. I see. I again, I'm the outlier here. I'm the third wheel. I I regret going for it as quickly as I did, like in such a condensed mm. time period. I wish I'd spread it out more. But also, I I cha it changed the way how I look at the game because it it took away or it's giving me this sense of dread of the direction that FromSoft is going in, in terms of their achievements. Like, you know, you had the biggest game they've ever made, the most bosses, the most quest lines, the most everything, and you had the least creative achievements they could have come up with. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. just like, where is this going in the future? How, how much of a difference am I going to see from the next few titles of, you know, great game, great content, and then just like the most bland laundry list of achievements you've ever seen? It's interesting you mentioned that it's like the biggest game because I, I just checked how many achievements it and Dark Souls Three have, and Dark Souls Three oh, actually has, has one, one more achievement. It? Yeah, that's forty three, huh. and Elden Ring has forty two. See, so yeah, like even that, it has fewer achievements than a game, which I would argue is, I don't, I don't know what you know, portion of its size. I would say probably less than three quarters of the size of Elden Ring. Yeah. And it's just, I would agree. Yeah, I don't know. It it gives me, it fills me with fear for the future, of where FromSoft is going. Hmm. I guess yeah. I like there could be no achievements in this game, and it would still be my favorite game of all time. So, like, I I don't don't have that same feeling that you do. Um, mm -hmm. Like, if their next game doesn't have them, whatever, I'll I'll live with it. But, um, 
yeah so like i i don't i don't feel like that worry that you do but it it is disappointing that they're so bland yeah i'd be i'd be much more upset if like the game was was bad and very bland but when it's just the achievements i'm i'm more okay with it in yeah. that sense like it's it's less of a fear of the game being bad but it's also it i don't know it takes away part of the enjoyment for me if there isn't like an interesting achievement to go for yeah, yeah. it's almost like it's part of the the development that they're forgetting about they don't mm-hmm. realize like people are out there that you know hunt for these things they the harder it is the funner time they're having you know the gameplay is just over and atop over and above that they're going to be playing the game anyway but if they can have just a mini little challenge built in that actually challenges themselves and you know gives you another side to the game you didn't have mm-hmm. it, i think a lot of game developers really need to focus on that some trophies again it's just copy and paste like stuff that you're gonna have to do to beat the game is just handed to you yeah yeah and there's i don't know i've always i've always liked achievements that are not necessarily like you have to be the best of the best for them but ones where you got to go out of your way for a little bit or you have to do something that does take skill that proves you've learned Mm-hmm. from you know however many hours of experience you have in the game that you can you are up to meet this challenge yeah correct yeah so okay we're gonna wrap up with one final question would you guys recommend other people go for all the achievements you know or why or why not and kind of is there a type of player that might enjoy this versus one that might really hate it um i can i mean it's it's just such an easy recommendation because, like I said before, you barely have to play differently to get the achievements. Um, especially mm-hmm. if you're, uh, you know, if you if you really want to explore and stuff, and you're, you're going to find most of those items anyway. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty easy to recommend compared to other games we've talked about on on earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, what kind of player would enjoy it? somebody who doesn't want to put too much effort into getting all achievements. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fair. How about you, Brett? Would you recommend others do this? Yes. Yeah, I wrote okay. that like three times, big time. Um, <laughs> again, just, I know it's a bit more accessible and there's a larger game for them. And I think some of that accessibility carried over to the achievements again. Mm-hmm. But I, I still really think that and everyone should go for it. Like John said, it's an easy recommendation. You're not going to be, you know, biting your nails doing it kind of thing. It's not very stressful. It can be done, and technically, if you do the cloud save kind of thing, you can do it in one playthrough. Mm-hmm. So it's not far out there. But again, it's like for explorationists, kind of like what John said as well. There are people who are just like to find every little item, every nook and cranny. They're just going to find that they're, the achievements are just coming to them naturally. Yeah. And before you know it, you look at the list and you go, oh, shoot, I got three more to get, and two of them are ending related. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. See, and I, I'm very similar in the sense that, again, you know, looking at just the achievements is significantly easier than previous games, but at the same time, I'm going, if you can't handle, well, I mean, this is true for any Dark Souls game, if you can't handle bashing your head against a wall repeatedly to try to get there, you mm-hmm. are going to absolutely die when it comes to Melania, and when it comes to Elden Beast, because it's a, it's a double boss fight. Nobody <laughs> likes a double boss fight with no break in between. It is absolute garbage from Soft Y. Yeah, it that, is rough, yep. That is a very questionable decision. <laughs> so I, I And then think... for the ending, too, it, it, they make, it makes you seem like, okay, you didn't do this 
relatively anywhere else in like series or um throughout this game anyway mm -hmm. but then you choose to do it right at the end is it just to for a steep difficulty hike or is it like you know again maybe a cop out to make it a bit harder mm -hmm. yeah it's weird because yeah. the game is like so much more accessible and then it's just got like the hardest double whammy final boss fight of any of their games before yeah mm -hmm. oh it's it's, oh, it's very strange it. i hate it so yeah, I think I think most people I would say yeah go for it. But if you're if you're someone who hasn't enjoyed a Souls game before now, I don't think this is going to change your mind on them. No, no, not really. Especially yeah. if you have to do like you're sure you only have to do Millennia once. That's that's a one time thing. But in theory, you have to do um, Radagon and then Elden Beast, you know, three times. Even if you do Cloud Save, because in right. I don't know if you can actually save the game, like, quote, save the game after you beat them, but before you selected an ending. So I don't you know. You can, that... yep. Okay. So you can get On two PS4 endings there. anyway. So you can get two endings there, but you would still have to go back in your third one to undo. No, you can only do. Yeah, you could do two endings, but then you have to go and get the Frenzied Flame, because if you have it, you're, on... you're not locked into that one, but it takes away one of the other ones. I remember that. Yeah. But you're still fighting them at least twice. Like, it's. Yeah. It is just genuinely awful. <laughs> and yeah, I would say again, if you if you're not into Souls games, this isn't going to change your mind on them. Don't worry about it. If you are into Souls games and you can handle that, go for it. 100%. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone for watching and or listening. Do remember this is on YouTube at the Taylor's Table YouTube channel. Sorry, Tease Table YouTube channel. Uh, it's also on most of the major podcast platforms. You can follow me at ttable uh 22yt on twitter uh john and brett thank you guys so much for joining me on what turned out to be the longest episode i've ever <laughs> recorded this is insane wow hey no sweat thanks for having me guys yeah thanks it was for an honor us. to have you guys both of you thank you again so much for being here uh thank you once again to everyone watching and or listening and we'll see you guys in the next one bye bye, bye, -bye.